This is episode 42 of the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, Miles interviews Sam Maines about some just really cool worship leading and songwriting over at his church, so we're going to hop right into it. Here we go with the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 42. So we're here, Sam Means. Um, just wanting to do a little bit of chatting about songwriting for the church, and yeah. we're going to be doing a little series with a few different um, songwriters and worship artists and stuff about uh, what it's like to write songs for their local congregation and how they can serve them best in that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sam, if you could speak to uh, just the process you guys go through in writing songs for your church and kind of what's the approval process, um, what kind of makes it as a song, or maybe talk about some songs that you have written that haven't made it the cut, right. and why? Right. Uh, well, we have a pretty, uh, we're in Lewiston, Idaho, we're a church of about 500 or so uh, currently in, um, at the time of this recording, and uh, we have kind of a unique process at River City where we actually have um, one team, if you ever ask or anybody on our worship ministry, uh, how, many, how many bands do you have at your church, or we'll say one. It's got like 40 people in it. <laughs> so um, so we all kind of, it's kind of cool because basically what we do is every week we'll rotate out different members. So there'll be a different drummer, bass player, guitarist, et cetera. And that's kind of how we do things. And so everything we do is as a team. And uh, that's something that our worship pastor, Ryan King, has really worked hard to, I guess, institute at our church. And uh, so uh, we started doing, we started really um, going after songwriting back in, Oh, probably 2005, 2006. I mean, there have been a few songs written here and there before then, but that was when we really started to kind of actually make it official, like how we were going to process songs. Because at that time, there was just a a flood of songwriters that came into the church. And so uh, we were trying to figure out, okay, how do we, you know, how do you sort through that? Basically, what we do is we have a system that's pretty, that that has worked for us pretty well. And basically what we do is, uh, uh, and this has taken a few years to kind of finalize um, we basically set up a panel, and um, in the panel we'll have a few different worship leaders um, from our church. And basically, uh, we've had we've had other people's uh, other other people's <laughs> other people on the uh, panel um, from outside of worship ministry. But primarily, we try to keep the people within uh, worship ministry leaders. And then basically, you just come in. We'll have either an acoustic guitar or a piano. You play the song that you've written or co-written uh, with somebody else. You just play it, uh, and then we say thank you, and then you leave. And at first, the way we used to do things was kind of um, uh, very like I don't know. Some people, I think, some people kind of got turned off to the idea of like they, they kind of look at it like American Idol or something, where it's like, oh man, I got like I got to get my song judged and like you know, past, I got to have Pastor Ryan look at my song and maybe it's not good enough and. Um, and so we tweaked it over the years. And so now we used to like have somebody stand there and then like, we'd talk to him about the song, but we found that like, I think people were just super scared of that. They'd be like, okay, okay. I'm a terrible person. I get it. You know? And, uh, but basically we've gone from that into, 
a panel where uh, you you just basically after you leave the room, then they talk about the song, and um, the song can be basically it's it. We talk about how it's going to relate to the church as a whole. Is it going to work corporately? Sometimes the song's like super good, but it's not a corporate song. It's a personal song that's not right. You know, um, maybe a maybe appropriate inappropriate is, there, is the wrong word, but maybe I guess that would be the, the way to describe it. Inappropriate for use for the congregation. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so we have them, uh, we have the panel say, uh, or talk about it. Um, and every song that goes through, something has to be tweaked. There's never like a song that's like perfect when it first shows yeah, up yeah, on yeah. the doorstep, you know? And so it's always a challenge to kind of make sure that those songs are, that we're, we're we, I mean, basically what's happening is we, we're telling people it, it's very servant oriented, you know? We want people to come in and just go, hey, uh, this is my song, but you own it now. When you, as soon as you present it, it's River City's song. It's not your song anymore. And so, as because it's River City's song, that gives uh, our other songwriters, leaders in worship ministry, the uh, basically uh, you're saying you can do whatever you want with it, mm. and they can tweak it, uh, add instrumental parts, take away parts, change the words, uh, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the in a nutshell how we do things. Neat. Um, so how about, like, have you guys ever had a song that someone came in, played it, the panel said, yeah, we think this would be good for congregational singing, you work it out, you actually lead it in front of the congregation, and then it just totally bombs. <laughs> and then you say, maybe this isn't a congregational song. Um, has that ever happened before? Yes. Um, okay. And... It's happened with songs that I've written too. So, oh, no. <laughs> so, we, so we'll write a song, and then you know, uh, there was one song that I that I wrote that I totally, um, I was like, oh man, this yeah, this song. It's like you know, I'm, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but I'm just like, yeah, this song is awesome, so cool. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm so stoked to play this song. And then we show up uh, on Sunday, and like, and then you're expecting, you're like, oh yes. Presence of God is going to fall, Shekinah glory cloud, like like there will be tongues of fire visible, you know, like this is going to be amazing. And then you show oh, up on really? Sunday morning, you play it, and then everybody just like looks at the lyrics on the screen, just kind of blank faced. They kind of go, like kind of mumble at the words, and then you're like, come on, oh come on, you know, like and and so yeah, it's happened before, definitely. And usually what happens with those songs is. Suppose, because uh, I, I forgot to mention there's a couple of other par- parts to the process. So after it goes through a panel, what we do is we put it through an arrangement session. We have uh, different members of our worship team get together, and then um, and it's different each time. We'll have different musicians to uh, try it out. But um, So uh, we try to have our section leaders, because we have section leaders for different instruments, uh, like a drums and percussion section leader, a bass guitar mm-hmm. section leader, wow. electric guitar section leader. We'll try to have those, those folks, if we can, all get together, they'll look at it, play it together, play it several times over and kind of figure out the kinks in the song and figure out, okay, let's smooth this part out. They may even change the words, but usually that happens right out the beginning, right out the gate with the panel. They'll change the words if they need to be, if they're theologically unsound, which I have a funny story about that too. That's happening to me as well. Uh, but I'll, I'll come back to that. But anyway, yeah, so I, I wrote one, I've written at least one song actually recently where I played it, it made, made it through, we played it in the arrangement session too, and we're like, oh man, this is, uh, yeah, it was like really fun to play, everybody pretty much caught on, but then the next weekend we played it, and man, I felt like, it was just, just like, flat. oh yeah, it was just like a rock, yeah. like it was sinking like a rock, and it was like, this is, this is not working out, and you, and you have to just own it and go, yeah, well, it's yeah. okay, it's the church's song think, now, and if they... Right, I think that's some encouragement too for songwriters out there who have a great idea, 
you know, you're living in the song, and so you know it, yeah. um, you own it, but then you come and you play it on a Sunday morning, and it just falls flat on oh, the yeah. congregation. Um, but, yeah, I think that's some encouragement to people to just keep it up, you know, yeah. keep teaching your congregation new songs, and, you know, they may not get it the first time around. It may not be the easiest thing to catch on to or sing, but, yeah. um, you know, you, you keep at it and you yeah. keep teaching them. So, yeah, that, that's... That's good. That's in, that's encouraging. Um, what? How about as far as like lyrically? Um, do you guys have any kind of process where you say like, um, okay, as far as lyrical content of the song, we have maybe part of the panel that mm-hmm. goes through and um, not necessarily you know flips through the Bible to mm-hmm. to make sure it's um, all there, but mm-hmm. just have sort of like a theological filter that they can look at the song and say, you know, this is either weak or uh, maybe even it's just too yeah. wordy or too oh, yeah. dense there's too many themes in the oh, song yeah. um, or maybe hey we want to do one theme per song because we're going to teach our congregation in waves right, so right. different songs what's what's the process with that of like lyrical approval right um, yeah of the songs um they just submit it to me and i say yes or no, no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, right. I, i'm just a volunteer i don't even i don't have that kind of power anyway but uh, what we well with the panel that's I think the most maybe the most important part of that panel. First of all, the panel decides you know is it singable, you know do we have to change the key because Joe Schmo from the Kokomo here can sing like an opera singer, but the rest of the church can't keep up with right, him. Right? Yeah. Uh, Chris Tomlin. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag Chris Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, so there's basically uh, with that. Yeah, so there's that practical side of things, but then there is also the theological side of things. So we try to have like at least three, maybe four people on the panel, and then basically they'll talk about the song as soon as the musician leaves the room. And several times, I, and I've been on the panel once or twice, where you have, and so we'll talk about it and go, you know, I don't know if this is actually true. And then that's mm-hmm. when you do pull out the Bible, you look it up, look up relevant scriptures and things like that. But, and yeah, and thematically, and, and immediately, 24 hours after, or within 24 hours, the musician who presented the song will get an email, and we will say either, we love this song, and we would love to do it in con- in congregational worship. Here's some changes you should make, mm. and then we'll say you need to change these or these. This word here was a little wishy washy. We didn't know what it meant. Uh, it was too too many syllables here. If you could kind of straighten this part out here, and uh, musically you should you can do this and this and this. Yeah, so that's okay. so that that's really helpful. There is uh, I think is when we actually give them the feedback within 24 hours. So we'll say either yes, and here's the changes you can make, or no. Uh, we're not going to be using it on Sunday. We'll be straight with you. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for bringing your song. It was great. Um, here's some cha- here's some things that we that we really liked about it. Here's some things that you could change about it to maybe make it more friendly in the future, or just some things to think about. So we always leave somebody with something to think about and to improve on as a songwriter, whether we tell them yes or no. And we're not going to uh, say yes if the song is really not that good. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Cool. One more, one more question I'll ask you um, is, um, so in our conversations, you can tell me you guys have licensed a couple tracks to CCLI. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the process like for getting your song submitted to CCLI and sort of even just for people out there who are looking at doing that um, kind of length of process where at what avenues you went through mm-hmm. to get that submitted? And approved. Uh, well, although technically that would be a question for our worship pastor, who is really the one who's directly involved in it. But it did take a little bit of uh, a little bit of time. But basically, it's I mean, we sign up with on the CCLI website, uh, obviously, and we paid our dues for the songs that we were already using from other churches. 
Um, and then we actually, um, and then we apply for a, a license. And so we pay a yearly fee. Uh, we pay our royalties to other artists and stuff like that. And then we get royalties as well through that. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how long it took, the process for us took. Okay. Um, but it can be done. And we're a small congregation. We still made it happen. And actually, it's, it's kind of cool, you know, like you get your, I got my first royalty check, it was like $6, you know, and <laughs> yeah. you're just like, yeah, you know, you know I, can, I just got paid to write a worship song, you know, yeah. you're just like freaking out, but it was, uh, it was, it is kind of a cool feeling. I think what's coolest to me is that, you know, the check doesn't mean that much to me, but it's the, the fact that, you know, other people somewhere else are singing your songs, using your song, and yeah, they're worshiping God with your song, and God's touching them through something that you wrote. That's, you know? that's amazing. Yeah, and that's, that's encouragement for, the songwriters out there too is, um, you know, with Sam's church only being, uh, well, only in, in some some areas it sounds like only in some areas it's a lot of people, but right. 500 people in a congregation, um, you know, you don't have to be Hillsong right. or the 10,000 member mega church uh, to be able to publish your own music and and write your own songs. And so, um, you know, here at the Church Collective, we're really all about resourcing worship leaders and songwriters. And so, whether your congregation is 50 people, 500 or 5,000, um, then, um, yeah, we just want to get these resources into your hands and um, give you a little bit behind the scenes of how Sam and the crew do things over at River City yeah. in Lewiston, um, Idaho. Yeah, I so, do. I, I should share these. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I should share a little, uh, a, a one funny story, though, about the one that I, I, I once submitted a song and I actually, of all people, and it's kind of funny because, you know, I was like into a master's program in theology and stuff like that. And I, of all people <laughs> on the worship team, totally wrote a theologically false lyric. <laughs> like it, and it wasn't just like a, it wasn't just like a, oh, I don't think God's quite like that kind of thing. It was like a serious, <laughs> like for the sake of rhyme, I wasn't even thinking about it, but it was uh, uh, basically uh I think it was, I was singing about, the, the song said something about the cross, I was talking about the cross in the song, and uh, uh, basically I said something along the lines of, he was broken and bruised, but yet he never refused to let his children down. And at first I was like, yeah, that sounds super cool. And then they read it, and then they, they listened to it at the panel, and then they're like, wait, he never refused to let his children down? And I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, they were like, yes? yes? And they are like, I think that's totally wrong. And then I was like... Yeah, that's totally yeah. wrong. <laughs> so that song did not make it through. I didn't even bother to fix it. Right. Maybe maybe I was oh, shame. Man. I don't know. But I was, but it was it was funny. That's so funny. so but the cool thing is it proved that you know it worked that the right. piano worked and um, even people who think they're right like me are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah. it's cool, and I would encourage anybody who wants to uh, who has a vision for writing songs for your church, you have a gift of songwriting, do it because. I think it's really powerful when your local church has an expression of worship that's unique to you. Uh, every time that we play a new song at River City, uh, you can, whether it's, if it's from like, say, Hillsong, we'll play a new Hillsong. People who don't know the song, they'll, they'll be looking up at the lyrics, and then at the end, when they see, like, who wrote it, they'll kind of go, oh. <laughs> you know, but then, like, but then if it's a song that we wrote, they'll, you know, they're just like, they'll wait till the end, they see the end, and they end like, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that was our it, church. Yeah, yeah, that was us. That's you know, and they, cool. They they really own it, you know. It's and all I, in the family. Exactly, so, yeah. and so it's it's a part. It becomes a part of your church DNA. For us, like songwriting is part of River City's DNA, and we feel really blessed to be able to net to network with other churches and resource people just in our regional area 
Um, and uh, yeah, our first CD that we put out was called Break of Day. It was released in 2011. We actually, so it was a little five song EP. Uh, sold it on, it's on iTunes, I believe, River City. Uh, I think it's just under the name River City. The title is Break of Day, and we're working on a second album now. So it's, it's cool. You never know where God's going to take you. Yeah. Um, as far as the music you have released, last thing here real quick is, um, do you guys have chord charts available We, that? I believe we do. Okay. Um, and uh, is that church website? Yeah, our church website us? is rivercitychurch.us. Okay. So, uh, yeah, cool. feel free to contact us, and we can give you more information on the songs that we do and chord charts, right. even scratch recordings. Right. Yeah, and we'll try to uh, find that link for you guys and put it into the description of the podcast. So, thanks Rock for listening. Roll. Thanks for listening. As always, head over to thechurchcollective.com to connect with us. We want to connect with you, and we want to connect you with others.